Welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long in the month of June, we are talking to experts in technology. Yes, we are. And as all of you know, that's not me. (laughs) But that's why I want to learn from some people, not only about the technology that they have invented and are using, but also about what that technology does for other people like us, other entrepreneurs. So let me tell you a little bit about my guest. Rick West is the CEO and co-founder of Field Agent. Now, what is this, you may ask? It's a global work-on-demand platform, and uh, its I can't wait to ask him some questions about this. I'm going to tell you, if you've got something to sell, this is something you're going to want to listen in. Now, prior to starting Field Agent, Rick worked for 16 years with Procter & Gamble. Okay, that's pretty big name, so you know he's got the expertise back there. He was in a lot of different assignments, but not just in the U.S. He was also in Hong Kong and Bangkok, and since leaving P&G, he's been a startup entrepreneur for 19 years. I bet it might even be closer to 20 now, but he's co-founded multiple startups. So, you know, he also has the chops to get this done, including the North Star Partnering partnering Group, Core for Research, uh, Join, I think is how it's pronounced. We'll let him tell us. And most recently, Field Agent. He's also a mentor and a speaker within the entrepreneurial community. He's an active board member and a member of the Global Endeavor Entrepreneur Network. So he is the one we want to listen to today. Rick, thank you for being with us today. Michael, listen, thank you for the introduction. So that was, it's humbling, but, but thank you for reading that script so well. And it's encouraging. So I'm feeling like, wow, I have to actually deliver. I love people's bios. They're, they fascinate me because... You know, it's our opportunity in our bios to tell what we really, what's, what's important to us. So when I read them, I love to put emphasis on the things that that really uh, stand out to me. But what I hate more than anything is when I'm speaking somewhere and somebody's introducing me and I'm standing over there on the side of the stage going, and they're like, Michael Sherlock is an on-demand speaker and training <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, just let me introduce myself. It's so yeah. much more exciting. That's so true. You did great. <laughs> Thank you very much. So I hit the highlights that are in your yeah. bio, but tell us a little bit more about you, field agent, and how this company helps other people to shock their potential. Yeah. So, so if, you, if you're an entrepreneur listening to this, I know a lot of your listeners are entrepreneurs. Uh, what I realized early on in my career is that solving problems was a really, really good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you fast forward in the entrepreneurial world that I was living in, uh, I need the, your listeners to think back to that pre-selfie day. I know it's mm-hmm. kind of scary if you're 25, but there was a day that there was no front-facing camera on a phone. I'm just telling you, you had True to stand that. in front of a mirror or hold the camera. It was different, right? So this was 2009, and I had a shopper marketing, shopper research firm. We're managing five LLCs. And the premise behind it, my proctor understanding of how we do work is really getting research to go drive decisions. 
mm-hmm. and getting research to, to, to make you know marketing moves and product developments. And what was happening is that we were literally flying all over the country, sometimes the world, to capture data inside of stores because we did a ton of shopper work. Mm-hmm. And we're using that same type of you know process of getting to people's homes and understanding how they stored things, how they use things. And we were sitting on a table uh, with our iPhone 3Ss. It was the rage, Michael. I mean, two megapixel camera, crazy, <laughs> right? Crazy. Had like a six-hour battery life. It was amazing. Yes. Oh, yeah. And so we're asking ourselves the question, was anyone using the phone to capture data? Because the business model at that time was to download an app and click on an ad, download an app, click on an ad. And we said, you know, no one was doing that. Three months later, we're now middle of 2009. No one was using the phone to pull information. And we said, we're going to be like the people that said they invented Instagram, but didn't have time. And we're at a party. It says, hey, isn't Instagram cool? We're like, oh, yeah, I invented that. I just didn't have time. I said, we're going to look like idiots. So if you're an entrepreneur listening, while we're managing five LLCs, we started working nights and weekends again as a startup Mm -hmm. and worked for almost nine months to launch in April 2010, the first app in iTunes that paid cash. All the other apps were badges, points, and we launched with cash. And we were the first app in iTunes to use geolocation and metadata to qualify not only where you were, but where the data was coming from. Now, that's a long-winded answer to say, if you look at how we're, you know, creating this big change and how we're trying to help people that's listening in right now, is that we realized for the first time in our career, and we had these five, you know, lifestyle cottage, you know, businesses, this was the first one that we could scale Mm -hmm. because we were truly solving a problem, not just for our company, we were solving a problem that the masses had. And the problem they had was, how do I get near real-time data mm-hmm. that's pure at the point of influence when something's actually happening? And can I get it at scale at a good cost and speed? And so by using this technology, the iPhone, and this brand new thing called the gig economy, now this was two months before Uber launched. Oh my gosh. So the gig economy, and now we've got literally millions of people that have downloaded our app that are shopping, running around and say, gosh, I can make an extra few dollars here, a few dollars there by answering questions about how I use a product in my home, mm-hmm. buy a product and try it, maybe do a ratings and review, capture pictures inside of stores. And all that came from this premise of, I need to solve a problem for me. And I realized that everyone had the same problem. And we said, oh my goodness, we could scale this thing. Yeah. Wow. Um, I actually, uh, it's interesting because I wasn't sh- quite sure that that's what you did with, with um, field agents. So it's very interesting to me because I actually uh, work with another uh, app that's kind of similar yeah. um, that somebody, inter- <clears throat> somebody introduced me to in the last year. And what I love about it is that it's interesting to me when people are like, oh, I don't want people to track my shopping and I don't want them to track all my data. I'm like, there, it, it's happening. Like, unless you go without a phone or your smartwatch or whatever, it's, yeah. it reminds me of um, when I went to Bangkok, actually, the first time uh, in 2019, and they were uh, they were testing out, if you would like, you can go through this lane to board and you, you um, we're going to use facial recognition. Yeah. And this woman said to me, I'm not doing that. I don't want them to have my face. And I looked at her, I started laughing. I go, what do you think's been happening as you've been walking through the airport? Like the whole time. It's just check, 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 zooming in the whole time. 
So instead of fighting it, how about use it to your own advantage? And in your case, you know, get paid for that and give information. Because frankly, I don't mind it if my phone uh, or my iPad, you know, gives me ads for things that I like. Because then I get ads for things I like. I don't well, want ads exactly. for things I don't like. But, but Michael, think about the concept here. So part of what we started to learn on the user side, this is purely the, the mystery shopper user side, mm-hmm. is that people say, gosh, uh, I made enough money that helped me pay for groceries. Mm-hmm. Or I made enough money for an engagement ring. Or I made enough money to take a trip. I mean, so so we're helping people that were down on the luck, people that really needed to go do X. And so it felt good because we were paying real cash as opposed to points that I'll never use. I mean, so we wanted to make sure it felt really good. Now, what's interesting on the other side, if you're a client, again, entrepreneur listening, I often tell people that everyone thinks their product's the best product in the world, right? Everyone thinks their baby's really cute. And you and I both know is that 99% of babies look like aliens. They just do. And that 1%, the unicorn, that's just a really cute baby. And again, they get better looking when they're a year, two years, but babies are like aliens. So I tell them is that when you're, when you get your product and you're showing your friends and family, what do you think about my product? They're like, oh, it's great. Oh, it's yeah. great. No one tells you the truth that it's ugly. Yeah. So with field agent, if you're an entrepreneur listening today by going into our, you know, go to our website, get into the marketplace and engage in a matter of minutes, I can get you access to your core shopper your core user, and they will give you the truth that your mom, your dad, your friend, your cousin, your neighbor will never give you. And by this afternoon, you'll know that you've got something or you'll know that you've got some warts or you realize I've got a terrible product. It it just, I thought it was better than it was. And you don't have to hire an agency, Michael. It doesn't take three months. I'm saying literally by the time you listen to the podcast and you click, click and go to cart in a couple of hours, I can give you 200 strangers that are your core consumers that tell you yes or no. And that's the power that we bring with this crowdsourcing gig economy and technology. Yeah. And it is really powerful. Um, And, you know, it's funny. uh, I know before we started taping, we were talking about books and, you know, for speakers and authors and things. And when you use a book and I, I had somebody say something really, really interesting to me because I was like, oh, you know, I lo- I'm, you know, I'm collecting all these five-star reviews, which is wonderful. And I was like, oh, I had one person who gave it a four. <laughs> I was like, I was so bummed. I'm like, everybody else is giving me all five. And, and this, the person who I was talking to said, I don't trust things that only have five-star reviews. <laughs> right. You need truth. You do. You need some truth in there. Exactly. And I was like, well, you're right. Because otherwise it's all your family, your friends, your neighbor saying, yeah, yeah, that's great. Beautiful. Or a bot that says it's a beautiful baby. And you need that one person goes, Hey, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's, again, that's just the, the, the way the technology helps. But again, as an entrepreneur that's, that's out there really trying to make a call, uh, I tell you the best advice that was ever given to me as an entrepreneur, it was the week one and starting the, the work that we're doing post corporate America uh, this guy's name is Dr. Stephen Graves. So Steve said, listen, here's the advice. So you get your moleskin out. You know, it was almost empty because we just started, right? Brand new moleskin, get your pen out and you're looking. I'm, I'm, I'm writing this down. And he said, as an entrepreneur, you are only as good as you invoice and collect. If you yes. can't do that, then you're getting ready to start an expensive hobby. Yes. Yeah. And I just looked at him and he's like, so I'm just telling you, Rick, because you think it's pretty and you think it's fun and you think it's great. 
you'll never really know until a stranger mm-hmm. takes your invoice, uses your product and pays. And he said, the Holy Grail is if they buy it again. Right. I mean, yeah. and so, so as an entrepreneur listening, he's like, yeah, but I, I've got this thing and people like it. I'm like, who, who are they? And, and it's like, am I going to be successful? And I said, don't overthink it. If people are willing to pay you and they're a stranger and they renew, quit your job, drop everything you have, borrow every dime you have and go drive it because the market has spoken. But it's so hard for people to get to that stage because they keep reinventing their product and keep making it better and keep making it better. And that's just a really expensive hobby. Yeah, that is true. I love that. It's really great advice. And I love I love how it's written, you know, that quote, just like that, you're only as good as what you invoice and collect, because you can also invoice. And if they don't pay it or they don't pay it on time, then you, you're you learning something else about yep. your business and or your product or service. And you better figure out how to fix that to close the gap, yep. to make people so excited to do it. Um, I love it. Well, Rick, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor for the month and we will be right back. Do you want to be a go-to expert that news reporters, anchors, and media producers turn to? Are you a media professional looking for credible, reliable, and timely guests? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then shock your media potential is for you. This one-of-a-kind platform connects vetted experts with news professionals around the globe. As a part of our launch celebration, you can participate for free in our Shock Your Media Potential virtual conference running March 28th through April 1st. Together with my co-host, Eddie Luisi, known as Stage Manager to the Stars and also Stage Manager for Good Morning America, we have interviewed 25 media personalities and professionals to ask them the questions you need to know the answers to. Like, how can I make myself more newsworthy? How do I best pitch a story? How do I get invited back again and again? And much more. Some of our guests are household names with exceptional on-camera careers. Others are award-winning directors, producers, camera operators, audio engineers, celebrity hair and makeup professionals, and so much more. To learn more about our platform and our conference today, Go to shockyourmediapotential.com. And we are back with Rick West with Field Agent. Now, one of the things I saw when I was looking at your website is that you have over 2 million users. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you call them agents or so, right. you know, field agents, right? So how? Um, so obviously you've been doing this for a while, but 2 million, that's a pretty impressive number. Um, you know, how how long did it take you to get to that point? Um, you know, what kind of bumps did you have along the way to try and get people to really embrace and collect and and uh, invoice and collect or from uh, you know from your uh, folks that follow you? You know, talk a little bit about that journey. I think that the the teaching moment from this, and we learned it the hard way early on, but now it just intuitively makes sense. Is that once you get the first thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand downloads. And again, in our business, we're dealing with do a task and pay someone cash. You've got a bell curve and there's part of that bell curve that's saying scam, 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 scam. Don't believe you, don't believe you, don't believe you. So what we realized early on from a user-based standpoint, we needed to have advocates that were not being paid by field agent, that were just passionate about the product. And I wish I'd learned that the first 30 days, but it took a period of time 
And then what happens is that it's self-policing where people are like, well, you may not believe, but I'm just telling you. And then people are like, I don't trust you. Then they start looking on social media and they realize there's no ties at all to field agent. They're not in the same location. So those advocates really helped us get the past that first hurdle of, wow, this must really be true. The yeah. second thing that we face, which is somewhat unique to our, our business model, is that when you get a couple of million people, it's hard to keep a couple of million people busy. Yeah. I mean, it isn't like I have 2 million tasks today. And so what would be happening is that people would send in resumes or say, gosh, can I do this full time? I'm like, that's not the, the model is crowdsourcing speed. It happens right. while you're shopping. And so we had to be very, very clear about that. And that was really kind of our secret sauce because you can hire a W-2 or a contractor to go do X that can only do so many photos and so many things during a day. But the power of this crowd was amazing. Now, we take a lot of that for granted today. Well, of course, we have a crowd. Of course, we can do that. Uh, but we learned that early on. So those two things, one, getting advocates. And number two, really understanding the power of a voice or a crowd like this with 2 million people is really, really impressive. Yeah, no kidding. Well, and I love the fact you shared it. You know, I, I think we all know the lessons that we learned the hard way. You know, we kind of cringe at that. Like, I can't believe we learned it the hard way, but we all recognize that by learning the hard way, not only do we not make those same mistakes again, but those are the moments I think that we evolve faster, especially right. as entrepreneurs. Because you're I like, <laughs> that took way too long. I could have gotten to the invoice and collect a lot faster. That's, yeah. So next time I'm going to do it differently. And I think that makes us much, much better. Right. But I also love the fact that, you know, as you're looking at this, you're saying, okay, there's also challenges growing and growing to a size like that that it sounds wonderful. And there's a lot of people, you know, listening, going, gosh, I want 2 million followers or, you know, I want 2 million books sold or whatever. All those things sound great, but there's also a challenge that you reach when yeah. you reach business at a level that, that uh, is, is difficult, maybe not even so much to main, well, difficult to maintain as you talked about keeping them busy, but also uh, different, difficult to kind of continue to scale. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's interesting. If, if you do a good job and again, this goes back to listeners, if you've got a great product, word of mouth really is a thing. I mean, it, it, mm -hmm. it it's just crazy how it works. And so, uh, Michael, we will literally get thousands of organic people that are downloading our app every single week. Mm -hmm. They heard from a friend. They heard. Now, if you Google us, you'll, especially if you're wanting to make a little bit of money, you'll, how do I make money with my phone? And we're always the top one or two apps. That's not a scam that we can you can make money with it. But the word of mouth thing is has been really, really impressive. And so that goes back to the advocacy. Mm -hmm. It's how do you engage people in a very genuine way, regardless of what your product is. Now, this is not paying a micro-influencer or, or, or paying an Insta blogger or paying someone to be an influencer. These are genuine people that are just telling their friends, they say, well, why are you looking at your app walking in the store? Because I can make $5 today on Field Agent. Like, well, how do you make $5? And then they have this very interesting conversation. And so that part was really, really cool for us. And then we have a group of people internally that help foster that. How do you mm -hmm. share? How do you grow? And what does it look like? So we've got a community of people uh, that really feels like a tribe, if you will. And that's been yeah. really fun to see. That is, that's great. So the people that are um, that are coming to you because they want you to help them understand their product, for instance, right. what kind of what kind of products are, are we talking about? Yeah, I would say that nine out of 10 uh, would be a product that's on a 
either a physical shelf in some form of a retail environment Mm -hmm. from a boutique to a big box store, like a Home Depot or a Target or a Walmart. Uh, And then we've got probably another 10, 15% or so that would be quick serve restaurants, you know. And so what I tell people is that any place that has public access Mm -hmm. and you're trying to understand signage, pricing, data, how someone uses a turnstile, what does it look like at 7 p.m. at night? What does a billboard look like at night? Anytime you're looking for that, don't get in your car, don't hire someone, don't fly, just use your fingers. And $8 later, I can give you a photo of a billboard outside of a restaurant in Albuquerque tonight at eight o'clock. Wow. And, that's and there's nothing you need to do. Uh, or, hey, your your book, you know, tell me more. I'd love to know how it's being showcased at Barnes and Noble because I did this. And I could give you for $50, probably eight, 10 photographs this afternoon and show you exactly where it's placed and what it looks like. And that's for as an entrepreneur or current business, they're like, oh, Oh, yeah. I don't have to call friends to go or hire someone. The average everyday person can take out their phone, take a photo, answer a couple of questions, and it comes back in near real time. And that's when the light bulbs are like, I get it now. Yep. It's just information that I need from a physical location. And we do a little bit of you know online stuff as well. You know, it's so funny that you're talking about this because just a couple hours ago, <clears throat> I went to my CVS. And I was going for, you know, some lotion and some aspirin and different things, but I wanted to get um, a new bottle of, of essential oil. And I knew that they have this, you know, end display of essential oils. It's very, it's real close to the um, pharmacy. And as I was standing there looking at this, you know, and it's about, you know, maybe what a foot and a half wide and it's, you know, a little bit taller than me. So maybe, you know, almost six feet tall. <laughs> I'm making myself so tall, five yep. foot four and three quarters. Uh, so it's probably five and a half feet, whatever. Um, and I was struck by the fact that there were seven different brands of essential oil, mm-hmm. all on one display shelf with radically different prices for the same size bottles for 100% pure essential oil. And I thought if I was that one, one of those companies and I did not know that that's how I was being displayed in that CVS, I would be really distraught because you're, you're always, unless the other company's out, who's, you know, how are you going to get chosen if you have the highest product when they're right there clearly to see? And people don't think about that because that company might be based in Arkansas and they're Mm -hmm. not going to come to Philadelphia to see what it's like on the Fairmount, you know, CVS store. That's really powerful information that you can give people. Now, that's a great case study. Again, whether you're an entrepreneur and you're in three stores or in a thousand locations, really doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's one thing to get quantitative data. What is the price? What does the shelf look like? So now, because I've got a couple of million people and we're going to say, I'm looking for someone to shop the category to take a picture of the essential oil display at a CVS. Well, you could send in Rick, but instead with the power of the crowd, I want to send in an essential oil user and get their opinion. Uh, Now, Rick can take a great photo and I can tell you the price was $7.89, but I don't really have the opinion. So the question is, well, how do I find them? So I'll say, listen... And before you say yes to this task, 
I need to see a diffuser in your home with an open bottle of essential oils beside of a can of or, or a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. You can't fake that photo. Oh, you yeah. show it. So now all of a sudden I've found 500 people that are essential oil users and I asked them to go into CVS. Now, while you're taking the photo that everyone wants to see, the more important question is, as a core consumer, core shopper, what decisions, what frustrations, what friction do you have? Now that photo became really smart. Great metadata. I know what's happening, but now I put opinion on top of it. Now take it a step further. I say, listen, so Michael, while you're there, and let's say that uh, I'm brand A, and, and I know based on your photo, you are a brand B user. And I'm pretty sure you're going to buy brand B. I said, listen, I'd love for you to buy and try brand A. And I'll reimburse you for that if you just mm-hmm. go home and try it. You're like, wow, yeah. I'm standing here. You paid me to take the photo. I answered some questions. I take the product home. 30 days later, I say, hey, how did you like it? Would you be willing to write a ratings and review or give me some Brilliant. research? See, that's, that's where it blows your mind. You're like, and so now as a entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, to make that happen, it would be tens of thousands of dollars to hire an agency. And mm-hmm. I just did everything that I described for probably a couple hundred bucks. Exactly. It's crazy. That's, I mean, it's that's brilliant. crazy, Michael, on what we can that's, do. That's brilliant. That is, I mean, that's brilliant on so many levels. My mind is like just shaking because yeah. sales is my whole passion and obviously you could, you know, you know, I'm an essential oil user and it just made me nuts to think about all that, you know, the poor little boutique, you know, that didn't have, have any, any advantage simply because of price and where they were placed. But this would give me, if I was that boutique owner of that essential oil company, that would give me, that would give me information that would be so invaluable for so much less of an expense on my part to get it. That's, I just, this and is a loyal company, maybe. Maybe I converted you from brand A to brand B mm-hmm. because you were able to participate. And if I didn't in 30 days, I would say, would you be willing to buy this again? If you said no, think about the data I now receive. Yeah. And so so those are the things as an entrepreneur, you're like, oh, I need that, but you can't afford it. And then you take the easy way out is that I'm going to ask my neighbor. Yeah. And it's just, you just can't, you you. you if the only thing people understand of our conversation today is that you cannot keep asking friends and family if your baby is cute, you've got to go find strangers and strangers will tell you the truth. And you could still choose not to listen to them. Right. But it's not because they were being easy or being your friend. They're giving you truth because they're your core consumer. Brilliant. I can't wait. I should have downloaded the app before we started just so I could see this. And I'm probably too. one of the few guests that will actually be able to pay you something. Think about that. All the other guests are here and I can give you real money. Ooh, I love money. <laughs> Rick, this is this is really phenomenal. I think, um, and I love the fact that you took the story back to the beginning of before, you know, the way we were using apps on phones in the beginning and the evolution and what we're learning. I mean, I heard somebody say the other day, you know, the CEO of Uber was on uh, one of the morning talk shows and uh, news shows and, and uh, they were saying, you know, it sounds to me like Uber is becoming like the one-stop travel shop. And he's like, sure. 
<laughs> like, yeah, why not? Why not do that? Because I mean, you think about that using all in one, you can, you know, know your car is waiting for you when you land somewhere. You don't have to worry about calling the Uber in the morning before going to the airport. All those things pull together. It's really about thinking about the evolution of how we're using our phones, how we're using the information that's there and how we can use it to build businesses in different ways. This is this is great stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's, listen, it's exciting times. And so even if you're not a technology person, what we've just engaged or described is that, oh my gosh, I'm not a technology person. I'm like, don't worry, you use Uber. It's yeah. not that intimidating. Now, again, we're fast forwarding 10 years. And so when you think about research or engaging of, of the way our products work, don't overthink this. Yeah, This is yeah. really pretty basic and we have way oversimplified it in our marketplace I mean, when they jump in the marketplace, they see it's just click, click, point, check out. Mm -hmm. It's going to blow their mind when they play with it. Oh, see, you created all the technology behind the scenes. So thank God, because I can barely turn my computer on and off some days. Believe me, my husband thinks that I have that I never turn off my speaker because it always like beeps again later in the night. I'm like, I swear (laughs) I turned it off. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Well, Rick, I know we're going to have all of your contact information in the show notes. But in case somebody wants to look you up right now or they want to download the app, they want to find your website, what's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, if you if you want to make a few extra dollars, listen, I'm here for you. That's Google Play or the Apple Store. Uh, We're field agent. We're the orange background with a white tie. You can't miss us. Uh, on the business side of things, uh, I'm a LinkedIn guy. So you DM me on LinkedIn. Listen, if you're a friend of Michael's, you're a friend of mine. I'll engage you. I'll reply. We, we can have a lot of fun. Uh, but if you're the entrepreneur and you want to spend $50 to learn truth or $100 to spend, you know, understand truth, uh, you can go to plum.tech. That's the marketplace we have. Or if you want to learn more about our products, go to fieldagent.net. And either way of those, you'll be able to purchase and be able to uh, engage your core consumers to learn truth about your products. Excellent. I love it. Well, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Yeah, I think if you're a consistent listener of Michael, okay, and what Mm. she's doing on her podcast, or you're a new person here, uh, I've learned this over my time, is that relationships matter. And Mm. so this 20, 30 minutes that we've had today, I now have a new friend, a new relationship, you know, with Michael. Uh, and I would encourage them to do the same is that for anything over my career is that success and especially significance really follows the path of the depth and the breadth of relationships. Mm-hmm. And so don't be an island as an entrepreneur. You need those relationships. Reach out and spend time with folks. Sometimes they're virtual like this. Other times there is one on one. So I highly encourage folks at a post-COVID world re-engage and start having relationships. It really is what matters. I love it. Rick, thank you so much. This was a fascinating conversation. I can't wait to check it out more. It has been an absolute pleasure having you with us today. Michael, thank you. I look forward to next time. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.